You're listening to the premier home of motorsports for nearly two decades. The Race Central Radio Show. Drive. Start. Back on ESPN Radio 1600. Now, here is your host, one of the most respected motorsports voices in America, Motorsports Insider, Kurt Hansen. <laughs> Let's go with that. Hey, happy, uh, well, happy Friday here in the Mile High. It's, uh, it's definitely a past Friday here at the Premier Home for Motorsports. Welcome back into the program. The last two weeks been... A little uh, hustle-bustle here for your host of Race Central Radio. But you know me, I'm Motorsports Insider Kurt Hansen. If you do not, uh, buckle up, sit tight, because it's the best two hours of motorsports talk you're ever going to hear. It's good to be with you Friday again, as I say, after last week's, uh, well, the Pikes Peak International Hill Climb Fan Fest. Had a, a terrific time down there. Did a little work with a uh, local radio outlet down in the Springs, and that was fun. Saw a lot of a lot of familiar faces after all the years I was involved with that race on the board of directors. I did TV. Well, yeah, I'll just leave all that for later. It's just a bunch of minutia, but Hey, welcome to the program. It's a fast Friday. It's what we do. It's three to five. It's the drive as we call it on. uh, uh, Well, I'm looking out the window here from the ivory tower. And as I look around the mile high, you know, I was talking with STK, Sid, the kid, she's here doing uh, her thing. And, uh, uh, great uh, video cast this, this past week. It's on our YouTube channel, on YouTube at Race Central Unplugged. Sid and I talked um, well, very colorfully about a few topics we'll get into today. Maybe less colorful, but nonetheless, no less important. But we were joking that if you want crappy weather, come to the Mile High City on a holiday weekend. I mean, it's after 20 years here, it just seems like it's kind of par for the course. And I ain't no freaking weatherman, but uh, it, it, I mean, it seems like Memorial Day, it rains. Labor Day, it rains. Fourth of July weekend, or in some, for some people, maybe almost a Fourth of July week, because I know many people that are off today, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, and Tuesday. What the hell's going on around here? But I look outside, and I'm really hoping for better weather. A lot planned this weekend. Uh, Great show last Saturday night at Colorado National Speedway. I'm off this weekend, which I am very happy about after, uh, you know, nine weeks, which is uh, time to let these uh, weary bones do a little bit of resting. So, good stuff going on. A lot going on in the world of motorsports. Chicago goes, or Chicago goes. Well, Chicago does go NASCAR racing this weekend. Or maybe NASCAR goes Chicago racing this weekend. This is a big-time deal. As NASCAR continues to to effort to uh, keep improving the brand, which is good. If you're not improving, you're going, if you're not going forwards, you're going backwards. Or if you're staying in the same place, you're still going backwards, maybe even faster. But I like it. I like it. And we've got some great audio today from uh, former uh, Phoenix International Raceway president, Julie Geis, who uh, left Phoenix, or on a, on a first-name basis, PIR, last year to, uh, as NASCAR did by the Phoenix International Raceway. And Julie went to work uh, for the mothership and was, uh, well, basically 
hired to put this race together in Chicago. And I hope it's going to be a good one. I hope the weather holds out again. That would not be good. Uh, rain with a street race, NASCAR, I, you know, I don't know all the details, but I don't think they're going to go all la Xfinity racing and put on the rain tires and the windshield wipers and go my uh, trickling around the streets of Chicago. Uh, much unlike the Nashville circuit for the IndyCar series, the Trans Am fellows, uh, or the Detroit uh, IndyCar race, which, my Lord, that, uh, well, I can't use the, uh, the the line that was used in a very famous golf book. I don't know, maybe I can. It's not really, well, I'll, have to, I'll have to work on that. But I'll get to it. Uh, I'll catch up. It's a great golf book. It made mention of how tight the greens were at the U.S. Open one year, and I'll leave it at that. Got the guy fired from his CBS commentary job for golf. Man, and that was decades ago. I can't, I can't tell if we've got better or worse as a society as it relates to uh, being sticklers for things that may infer things that are still useless, but that's, that's another radio show and another network for another time. But I'm excited to see Chicago this weekend. Uh, IndyCar, boy, as they just got done wrapping up at, if not their most picturesque circuit, Elkhart Lake, Wisconsin. Now they head to mid-Ohio, another place which is absolutely beautiful. And lots going on in the IndyCar series. Uh, a lot of a lot of good news around the world of professional motorsports. And I've got some interesting uh, audience numbers that have been released lately. And then some some news that doesn't really surprise but I do find interesting. NHRA off this weekend as we we get ready to do it for the last time. On the Hogback, 65-plus years at uh, Vandermeer Speedway for what used to be the, well, the Mopar Mile High Nationals. Then it became the Dodge Mile High Nationals. No more Mopar big block party. The pandemic took care of that. Actually, uh, the year before the the big P, uh, Mopar is a they kind of slowly extract themselves from uh, drag racing on a big picture. Now they do have the Dodge Power Brokers as a title sponsor, but that's a whole other deal. And I'll let you figure that out. I don't care. I don't get a freaking dime from them, even though I talk about them every weekend or every week or whatever I do. So they can go sell their own stuff. But uh, media day coming up. Uh, Sid the Kid will be there, hopefully, running the camera. We'll get some interviews. We're going to do a special um, uh, Vandermeer Speedway kind of a tribute show. We're going to call it The Last Call. Uh, the Last Call for Alcohol and Nitro, in this case, should be a very, very busy weekend. I was just thinking, you know, I'm looking out the window now. I don't care if it is snowing the week before the Mile High Nationals. It seems like it's always 102 and steaming. Good for beer sales. Good for beer sales. But we'll be doing a special show. We'll be running the cameras uh, on media day. And then probably one or two days uh, during race weekend. And that's a good thing. Uh, Joining us on the program today, our regular guest, fairly regular anyway, and your current top fuel points leader, Mr. Justin Ashley, as you... If you've watched, if you're a drag racing fan, 
the comeuppance of young Justin Ashley, your 2020 Rookie of the Year, and then last year going into the last few races of the season right in the hunt for it, but just didn't quite get it done right now. Now, as I say that, the way the NHRA has put their point system together as they work to the countdown, oh, by the way, just nine races left in our favorite turn left series, and this weekend turn left and turn right before uh, the cutoff, and NASCAR starts doing its deal. But the difference is the way the NHRA resets the points as they go into their countdown is not real popular with a lot of drivers. Certainly one, Steve Torrance, as when they reset the points, the first two-thirds of the season, what the chipmunks? Are you playing the chipmunks? Uh, But as they reset their point system, uh, I mean, it's important what you've done the first two-thirds of the season. But, boy, talk about resetting the field. And we'll talk to Justin about that. Also, young man firefighter from Chicago, Chris King, made his debut uh, this year in Chicago on a limited schedule, six races in the NHRA, the funny car category. But as I wear my Orange County Fire T-shirt today that my buddy who's in the fire department in Orange County sent me a couple days ago, I thought it would be very uh, relevant as uh, we – this is blowing me away. (laughs) Ha, ha, ha. Sid the Kid is uh, doing her thing. Always catching me off guard, but keeping me on guard. And uh, we'll also talk a little NASCAR photo. Joe Starr this weekend, BigRestRacing.com. So we have a great program lined up. Segment is brought to you by our favorite liquor store. It is a holiday weekend. So you're going to be out there, you know, smoking your cigars, eating your confection foods, you know, consuming your favorite beverages. Well, our favorite place to be. And it's just a short drive up by 25. I like to say drive a little, save a ton. That's the North Star Liquor Superstore on the web. North Star Liquor Superstore on the web. Check out all the great deals. they got specials every weekend. they got in-house tastings. I mean, it is truly, with 30,000-plus square feet, they've got what you want and always at the best prices, too. Go on in and tell them that uh, your good friends at Race Central, we're talking about them on the radio or on the web, NorthStarLiquorSuperstore.com. I'm the Insider. Great to be back with all of you on a fast Friday. Hopefully a beautiful weekend. A happy 4th of July to all of you. Be safe, be sound, do something nice for somebody, but keep it locked right here. It is Race Central and RaceCentralMedia.com. Back to one of the most respected voices in motorsports, your host, Kurt Hansen. About 15 minutes after the hour on a... Definite Fast Friday here in the Mile High, the premier home for motorsports. It is Race Central. Watch Race Central TV anywhere you can hear my voice in America. Uh, check your uh, local uh, programmers, stations, whatever you want to call them, for times and channels in your market as we're on over 35 major networks, a uh, plethora of Amazon Prime, Roku, uh, Cuckoo, uh, uh, Apple TV, all that good stuff. Uh, but easiest found. For the video cast on YouTube at Race Central Unplugged with Sid the Kid, doing a great job as always. And also at racecentralmedia.com, just click on the television show network and get your tails up to North Star uh, Beverage, well, up to North Star Superstore, NorthStarLiquorSuperstore.com on the web, or just North Star Liquors up there in Johnstown. Save a little, actually save a lot. Drive a little, save a lot. So what happens to take two weeks off, you know? <clears throat> you get a little, even though I was announcing and doing radio and announcing up the track and stuff, you get a little foggy. 
like it is outside, like it's uh, going to snow again or something. I, I hope not. Or hail. What the hail's going on with all the hail? And if you got hail, uh, you've got a ding in your car or whatever it may be, uh, nice segue, Kurt. Uh, go see our guy. He's got the mobile van, too. One of the mile highs, finest that's dense by hand, Michael Hand, truly the artisan. He is taught, well, he's done videos uh, that are watched around the world to train other people that do paintless dent removal. So just go to the source. Go to densebyhand.com or give him a call. Tell him you uh, heard us talking about him on the radio, and he'll either come to you or he's got the big place up in Boulder, but he's all over the front range with the van. I've, I've used his services. Many of my friends have, too, and they're all very happy. That's densebyhand.com. So uh, before I get to uh, more stuff, I do want to talk a little bit about the uh, the Pikes Peak International Hill Climb. Uh, I did TV for some. I was a summit reporter. I want to say two or three times for ESPN, a couple times for Speed TV, a couple times for Altitude. Uh, I anchored the Global Red Bull uh, live streaming broadcast. I've anchored the KRDO radio broadcast many a time. Most recently in 2020, which was a very interesting year. As there were, you know, obviously no fans on the mountain because we were in the middle of that thing, and it was it was very weird. Um, I did not go down. <clears throat> I don't think I went down last year. At least I don't remember. I don't know. I didn't. So 2020 was my last time down there, and uh, downtown Colorado Springs truly was like a ghost town. It was just really weird. No fan fest. No forty thousand crazy screaming people. And to come back this year and see the masses that definitely returned, uh, not just the Fan Fest, but certainly to the, the mountain, it was, it was cool to see. It is, a, it is an event that has a flavor all unto itself. And I can remember the first year Marty Reed of ESPN fame did a lot of drag. I mean, he did a lot for NHRA with, NH, excuse me, with ESPN, but a lot with the NHRA with ESPN. But all around, great guy, great commentator, broadcaster. I think I'd been here, I don't know, it was a couple of years. And uh, I started to do some stuff with the, the hill climb. Not really a lot, though. And I get this phone call. It's Marty Reed. And I'd been on ESPN Radio in San Francisco for a long time. And I, I think he knew me from that. But then, of course, by talking with the hill climb, they, they said, hey, um, there's a guy that's got his own TV show here. It's uh, national, does a radio show, and really knows this stuff. Marty calls me up. And he says, Kurt Hansen, Marty Reed. I'm like, hello, Marty Reed. And we started talking. And he said, I, I, I want you to anchor the television broadcast this year. Hill climb wants you to do it. You know, it's, it's a good thing. So if you want to do it, you're on board. I said, okay. So he started explaining, the, and it's a long day. One thing about Pikes Peak is the racers don't control the race. The organizers don't control the race. Mother Nature controls the race. And so he said, I'm going to send you a videotape of the guy that did it for us last year. Uh, he flew in uh, the night before. I want you to watch the video. And I'm watching this video. I'm like, this guy is either drunk 
high or has disability. And it was pretty funny. He said, yeah, that uh, the guy flew in. Uh, we wanted him to come in a couple of days early to kind of get acclimated to altitude, especially when you're up the top of, you know, 14,000, you know, foot peak. And he said, uh, got up there and he got uh, altitude sickness, which there's two different types. One is bad. The other one is potentially deadly. He, he's like, he's like drunk. So it's pretty, and you know, obviously, because I lived here, their altitude's not a problem. I will say this, though. When you're up there for five or six hours at the top of the mountain, and it's pretty raw. I mean, I've almost been struck by lightning up there. It's, it's, it's raw. But I went up there and uh, had a good time. Had a, you know, I very much enjoyed it. But Marty did tell me, he said, okay, we'll pick you up. We're all in the same hotel. We'll be out in front. We'll leave at 4 a.m. And we, because uh, we're you know, the TV crew, we will drive up the left lane because all the cars are lined up in the right lane. I was not prepared for what I was going to see. And this is, way, this is back in the true halcyon days of the hill climb because it did kind of taper off for a few years there in the mid-2000s. But this was like 2000, I want to say, five. <clears throat> Might have been six. Anyway, a lot of brain cells ago. And we're not even close to the mountain yet. And there's cars backed up down the highway. I mean, it's just, I'm like, you've got to be kidding me. And so we get in the left lane, and we have a police officer on a motorcycle with the lights blinking in the left lane taking us up. And I'm just marveling at the people already tailgating in the back of their pick up trucks and stuff. I'm like, those, those people are going to have a long day. We get, get up to, to start, finish. And, uh, well, actually, the start, finish at the top. And Marty did tell me, he goes, here's what's going to blow your mind. All of a sudden, this, this encampment at start line is going to go from super quiet and light up like a little city. And God, if it didn't. And I'm thinking to myself, whoa, this is incredibly cool. And he's like, okay, uh, you know, we got food all packed up for you and everything else, blah, blah, blah. But uh, if you want some coffee or stuff, because we need to kind of save all this stuff as we get into the day, because we're not ready to go on air yet, obviously. Sun's not even up. So you got the little, the little uh, uh, coffee, try coffee, donuts, you know, basic stuff, you know, police officer food. God bless him. And uh, I get my coffee, and he says, see that little light way up at the top? And I'm, you're looking straight up. He goes, that's the Summit House restaurant. That's where we're going to be. Whoa. He says, wait till the sun comes up. Good music for sun coming music. And I'm sitting there with Marty and, and all the guys. We got our ESPN stuff on him. He says, whoa, 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 look, 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 look. I mean, the, the mountain is outlined in this fiery orange as the sun's behind it. And all of a sudden, poof, here comes a few bolts of sunshine. And the sun peeks up over the top of the mountain. He says, it will move you. I, I'm getting 
Man, I'm getting uh, nostalgia just thinking about it right now. I'm like, wow. America's Mountain, the Pikes Peak International Hill Climb. It is incredible. After you've been up there 10, 15 times, I can tell you some more stories. Getting struck by lightning, getting snowed on, funnel clouds, tornadoes, almost missing. You know, maybe you have to spend the night in what that time the Summit House restaurant, which was piece of crap. Thinking, uh, oh my God, lightning in the air, cog rail can't get us down. We're going to be on top of the mountain. I'll get to those stories a little bit later in the program, but pretty incredible stuff. Uh, I would say unequal is uh, maybe uh, driving into the Indianapolis Motor Speedway for the first time on race day. Maybe the Daytona 500, but the Baja 1000 is right there with it. It's Race Central, the radio. Have a have a great 4th of July weekend. Be safe and be sound. Head up to North Star, North Star Liquors, North Star Liquor Superstore.com, North Star Liquor Superstore.com. Drive a little, save a ton. They're right there in Johnstown. Get all the stuff that you will need for this holiday weekend. Be safe. Good to talk to you right here on the Premier Home for Motorsports and RaceCentralMedia.com. You there. Sid, Sid's going crazy back there. You like that stuff, huh? I'm going to a concert at Red Rocks tomorrow. Are you really? Yeah. Are you bringing your hail uh, shelter? No. No. <laughs> but fingers crossed that the weather's good, like for real. Uh, you going with your dude? Yeah, and his family. Oh, how cool. What, who's yeah. playing? J-Boog. J-Boog. I don't know the guy, but uh, they, they, they're fans of his. So Bring a hard hat. <laughs> God. And by the way, you didn't send me a text for the, the green goo I was supposed to buy. Oh, that's right. We'll have to do that next week. Yeah. If I'm here. It's matcha. Matcha. I like matcha. Be, I, I like being off. Off is it doesn't mean I'm just sitting around on the couch watching Gilligan's Island. Well, maybe. Or <laughs> or below deck or uh Gas Monkey Garage or uh, twelve o'clock high or McHale's Navy or no. Oh, but Rockford. I am I'm big on Rockford. Back the Rockford file. James mm-hmm. Garner, Raider fan, good guy. Um, that's Sid, the kid back there playing with uh, all the electrical devices. Um, you know, talking about. <clears throat> oh, by the way, I got to, I got to stop doing that. There's an old show. Who is that old? Uh, that old uh, TV actor, movie star that he played in the uh, NBA, and then he plays on this old Western show. Gosh, what was it? Who's that? Oh, it's like the, an old black and white, and it's not just the rifleman. Yes, rifleman. Rifleman. He played the NBA. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I thought Chuck Connors. I thought he pl- played in the NFL, but you might be right. No, he played in the M- he played in the NBA. I think he played for the Celtics. 
Really? Yeah, but uh, that show, I love that show. Yeah, that's, uh, oh, Rifleman's good. Yeah. That's, you know. On MeTV. MeTV yeah. is the best channel on television. Oh, yeah, no, I watch, I watch, <laughs> that's where Rockford is, and Chips, Poncharella, who's actually now a police officer in uh, Caldwell, Idaho. Oh, he actually played professional baseball as well. See, studs. Yeah, this oh, guy's just like a killer. Yeah, he studs. He played for the Dodgers and he played for the Celtics. Can you believe that? So he was uh, like a, a early day uh, Deion Sanders. Yeah, pretty much. Well, for Bo Jackson. White. Yeah, well, that's okay. <laughs> uh, yeah, old white guys, right? But he was he was six five. He's a he. He was a tall, strapping dude. Yeah. And boy, could he have that lever action, side load. Uh, um, I wonder what the caliber was of that thing. But those, yeah, that's a good show. He yeah. clicked those babies off. He clicked them off yeah. like the way I clicked my nine mil yeah. off. <laughs> pa, 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 yeah. It says where I go shoot. There's no rapid fire. Bang, 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 bang. Oh, nicely, you know, little inch and a half pattern. They go, Kurt, you're not supposed to do that. I don't. <clears throat> but uh, anyway. Uh, yeah, my high nationals coming up. I, I started to get kind of misty you telling that Pike Speakster. I got I got a million of them, uh, a million of them. Seriously, uh, the lightning one's pretty good. Uh, which t- it will go with my. Oh, I'm going to tell that story. Getting hit by lightning. I mean, literally within a foot at the Mopar my high nationals big block party. I'm gonna I'm gonna miss that a lot. It was a good time. We do a TV show, a radio show down there in Golden, 40,000 crazies, uh, all the, the cool uh, gold Mopars. A lot of fun. Used to do the radio show and the TV show right in front of uh, Table Mountain Inn. That's, uh, you know, I've been accused of killing motor racing here in the Mile High City. I'll get to that story. I, very tongue-in-cheek. But uh, it's, it's interesting. Don't know how much longer I'll be around here. Might have to move on to bigger and I used to love I you know I'll get I'll get to these stories you know yeah I talk I talk about motor racing I but what I really love about doing is sharing uh, stories of of the stuff and not to be bregocious it's not about me but to kind of share stories of of cool stuff uh, that I've had the opportunity to do like uh, race the Baja one thousand fly with Kirby Chambliss the Red Bull Edge you know it's uh, I'm very lucky to do what I do and I'm very um, I hope you enjoy the stories, and uh, you know, if you want, if you have a comment, you can tweet uh, with us uh, and add us at Race Central. Leave a comment on Facebook, Facebook slash Kurt Hansen, or Facebook slash Kurt Hansen's Race Central Television Show or Radio Show. But I, 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 I love what I do. Very lucky to do it. I, I, you know, easily could have taken this Friday off. Heck, there's nobody here in the building but Sid the Kid and I. We're going to turn this place into a ra- into a rave later. Um, I'm sure that'd go over big with our bosses at Bonneville. Uh, yeah. So anyway, I think I know R- Rooftop Richie's here. Uh, D-Mac's not here. It plays a ghost town. But I like, we have a ghost in this studio. Sid's seen it. It pushes buttons. Anyway, NASCAR this weekend. Street, are you whistling? You're doing the whistler? Sydney also sings quite well, by the way. Now, what are you laughing about now? Yeah, with your stars on your face. Oh, my Lord. You should see what I have to put up with. I'm very lucky. Uh, Chicago this weekend, what, how many minutes? Four minutes? Do we have time for Jensen? Okay, so uh, fresh off the heels, because Jensen Button, former Formula One champion, did the uh, 
you know, Project 56 thing at Le Mans, which was, was the, the, that Chevy was a huge, I call it the Batman car, uh, success with uh, all the Euros, you know, the sounds, the whole deal. Uh, Jensen did a race earlier this season at Dakota in a, a cup car, and he, he says halfway into the race, he said, I'm not ever going to do this again. In the last half of the race, he goes, this is cool as hell. So he'll be in uh, he'll be in the project car, the, or the legacy group, the project car. Well, it's not really a project car, just legacy motorsports car this weekend. Jimmy Johnson not racing, family tragedy. We'll get to that story if you haven't heard it. It's really kind of, kind of bizarre. Um, but anyway, uh, Jensen will be in the streets this weekend, and we had to catch up with him. Thanks, Fox Sports, right here and right now. Jensen, can you kind of compare or have any idea what it will compare doing the Chicago street course as far as the cool factor versus uh, Le Mans? Oh, I mean, it's it's so different. Um, one thing that I really loved in Le Mans was that we were racing with prototypes. Um, and we overtook a couple as well. Uh, but um, I think racing in a city, I think it's probably the first time I've raced in, a, in an actual city in a racing car. You know, Monaco is is a principality, but I wouldn't class it as a city. But um, I think this will bring in definitely a a different fan base. Um, I know that true NASCAR fans might think it's a bit of an unusual type of track, and why are we bothering? But why not? You know, I think it's great that they're willing to, you know, try something different. Um, and if it doesn't work, it doesn't work. But it's one race on the calendar, and I. I love that we're, you know, trying new things, just like taking a, a stock car to Le Mans. Amazing. What a great opportunity. And, and I think it brought in a, a, a very different fan base. And I think this could do the do something very similar. Yeah. It, uh, you know, it's interesting when you take a, a guy that has been, you know, uh, fed to the mouth of touring cars and Formula One in Europe, Growing up in the UK, you know the just the whole legacy, uh, being a Formula One champion. It's pretty cool that he's in, in, embraced it the way that he has, and he's done a great job. I forget the team that he was with at Coda. I think it was the Fifty One car, um, and it um, it's it's just neat to see. And I and I think and I think he's right. You know, look at what having the uh, the clash at the L.A. Coliseum did. The first year was tremendous. The second year was okay. I I think uh, uh, I don't know. The second year, the second year just wasn't the same as the first year. I think a lot of the hype and the groove and everything uh, made it what it what it was. But um, I wonder what the hell the clash issue. That's up for for debate. But I think doing this race in Chicago, you know, Fourth of July in Chicago is a big, big, big deal, and not that far from Chicago. Uh, IndyCars will be in mid-Ohio. There may be a really big conflict, though, really big, in Chicago this weekend. And I'll get to that story after this, but I want to remind you again, NorthStarLiquorSuperstore.com, NorthStarLiquorSuperstore.com. Get up there this weekend. Get your confection food, all your good stuff, all the beverages you want to have, your cigars. Have a party this weekend with all the good stuff our good friends at North Star right there in Johnstown. Drive a little, save a lot. Also, Coyote Motorsports. They got all the new CF Moto bikes in. Very cool stuff. They have inventory when nobody else does. They're right there off I-25 on 58th. 
and CoyoteMotorsports.com. I'm the insider. Again, I'll get to that Chicago story, but no, not right after this because your top fuel points leaders would come into the Maha Nationals in just a couple of weeks at Bannimer Speedway. Our good friend Justin Ashley after this at RaceCentralMedia.com. For motorsports, it is Race Central Radio. What we do every Friday, well, as long as I'm here, from three to five, it's the drive right here on ESPN Radio AM sixteen hundred, and always streaming around the country and around the world at racecentralmedia.com. You can go to racecentralmedia.com. You can listen to all the great podcasts, and uh, of course, watch Race Central TV right there if you don't want to fiddle with uh, uh, linear TV or digital TV. And of course, the video cast uh, that Sid and I do every week, which is Really, really good stuff, and we love uh, bringing it to you. Uh, our next guest on the program, he's your top fuel points leader, and our good friend Justin Ashley, 11 career wins uh, in the NHRA, uh, 19 career final rounds, which is very impressive. Uh, career best ET is a 3.68 with a 7, and best speed is 3.34.4 with an 8. Uh, Justin Ashley, as always, welcome to the program, and what does uh, this weekend mean for you? How are you going to spend this holiday weekend? <laughs> I'm going to spend it with family. Yeah. I'm, I'm, uh, I'm looking forward to it. I know that July 4th is definitely one of my favorite holidays. It's, uh, for me, it signals the real start of summer. So it's been a long, uh, long part of this early season, and I'm uh, looking forward to spending some time at home. Yeah, good stuff. Uh, we're talking to Justin Ashley, and I'm proud to say this. Uh, as I was saying earlier in the program, your 2020 uh, Rookie of the Year. Last year was in it to win it right to the very end. And currently, uh, your top fuel points leader. Um, I think, at least from, from my humble opinion, watching your growth and, you know, just your whole deal, I'm not really surprised to see what I'm seeing right now. Are you? Well, I appreciate it. Thank you. And I'm not surprised, but looking, it boils down to this. You're only as good as the people that you surround yourself with. And, and we've surrounded ourselves with really good people. You know, you know, like I know that, the quality of competition out there is really tough, especially in top fuel. It's probably as tough as it's ever been. It's probably the toughest top fuel field in NHRA history. So it's not that it surprises me necessarily, but it's not because of me. It's because of the team that we have around me and how we've surrounded ourselves with a lot of really good talent, top to bottom from ownership to crew chief to each and every one of the guys working on the car. So it's tough out there, and, and we have a healthy understanding of that. But just to kind of see how we've developed over these last few years is really exciting and something that we're really part of. Yeah, Mike Green and Tommy DeLago uh, turning the wrenches, obviously, you know, two, two vastly talented guys and uh, two of the best out there. 
Um, but, you know, the, your apple didn't fall f- far from your dad's tree. I mean, he's successful as a funny car driver and then as an owner. Uh, I believe our good friend Melanie Troxell drove um, the funny car, maybe even the, the dragster. I mean, it's just it's kind of a, a, a it's a lineage. Um, and, you know, you look at this season. But let me get to the eight million pound gorilla in the room. Uh, <laughs> and, and, you know, many drivers are vocal about it. Steve Torrance was incredibly vocal about it a few years ago and even more vocal on this radio program. But the reset, the countdown, it, it I mean, you have really been dominant the first two-thirds of the season because there ain't that many to go before the countdown. Uh, I mean, the Western Swing starts here in a couple of weeks at the Mile High Nationals, the last ever. Um, you know, how do you prepare? I mean, I think I know the answer, but how do you prepare for what's going to be, even if you're the top fuel points leader, this thing could all, all completely reset itself. It is. It has completely reset itself, and it's totally different. We're in a different position this year than we've been in years past. We've always come in. I think we've been as high as the four seed and as low as the seven seed. So, um, you know, a lot can change between now and when the countdown starts. But right now we've accumulated a lot of points, and I'm probably in the minority, especially being in the position that we're in. But um, I'm still a huge fan of the countdown. I think that not only does it put on a better show for the fans, but it gives everybody out there and all the teams that qualify in the top ten a chance to reset and go for that championship. When you look at other forms of sports, whether it's football, baseball, basketball, you get seated. And once you're seated, it's a reset once you're in the playoffs. So it's no different in motorsports, same exact way. And, you know, that's one of the reasons why I really like it. It's not the easiest thing in the world when you accumulate a lot of points early on in the year and then you watch them go away so quickly. (laughs) But it's the nature of the beast, and the best teams in the world are the ones that can step up when it matters most. I'm not surprised to hear you say that, Justin. I'm really not. I've got to know you pretty well, and, and of course, uh, good friends with, with your main man, Elon Werner. Uh, I'm not surprised to hear you say that at all because that just seems to be the Ashley mentality. It's, you know, when it comes time to click the visor down and uh, to push the, 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 the fuel lever over the top and get into the lanes and cut a light, it's just, you know, I, I'm not surprised to hear you say that because that's just a function of having a winner's attitude. And the idea is if we go up to the tree every time, to do our best uh, performance and and go for the win, uh, the points kind of take care of themselves, don't they? They do. You know, you don't really, you know, we've kind of focused as a group on not attaching ourselves to the result necessarily, but attaching ourselves to the process and the approach because at the end of the day, that's all we can control is taking care of our business on the racetrack, taking care of our business off the racetrack and putting our best foot forward. We go out there each and every time, we run either the right lane or the left lane and go as fast as we possibly can. And I leave the tree as fast as I possibly can and keep the car as straight as I possibly can each and every time up and down the racetrack and just let the results take care of itself. Because I think it's a percentages game, right? It's like playing blackjack. That's what's going to give us the best opportunity to win. We're not always going to win, but we feel like that's what's going to give us the best opportunity to go out there and, and compete at a high level. So that's always been our mentality. That's always been our approach, whether it's early on in the year or late in the year. And, uh, you know, it's going to continue to stay that way. And we're talking to Justin Ashley uh, currently in the Phillips Knicks Dragster, your uh, top fuel points leader. Um, and so here's here's the curveball, young Ashley. You knew it was coming from me, right? <laughs> uh, <laughs> always. It, yeah, in many forms of motorsports. Um, and I've had them myself as a professional driver. I, I mean, I'll be racing a few weeks um, in my uh, former Atlantic car at a big uh, charity event that's a big deal. Um uh, you know, amateurs, gentlemen racing now, as we call it. But professionally, 
sometimes your best race isn't always the race that you won. I've had them. I've had many, you know, from Danica Patrick's to Dale Earnhardt Jr.'s to Tony Stewart's say, you know, maybe ah, that might have been one of my best races ever, and I didn't win. But in drag racing, because, as John Force would say, NASCAR takes the whole season to find the finish line. You're, you guys are there in three seconds. <laughs> I mean, so how do you how do you compartmentalize or unpack? Have you ever had a race where, damn it, that's our best race, but we didn't win? Can that happen in drag racing? I think it just did, to be <laughs> honest with you. We had a few really good weekends. We won four events so far throughout the year, and I think our best race weekend they have very well been last weekend in Norwalk. Um, you know, I think we had a really good race car. We won the Mission Foods Challenge. Again. Went all the way to the finals on Sunday. Um, and we just didn't close the deal. So, yeah, it can happen in drag racing. I think that it was a really successful weekend. It's so tough, man. It's so tough now to even win a round, let alone win a race. So, yeah, I think that could happen in drag racing. It's possible. The best weekends always feel like they're the ones where you leave with a win and leave with a wally. But, as a team, even last weekend in Norwalk is a great example. We accomplished a lot. We still made as many runs as we possibly could, learned a lot from them, and can take a lot of that and apply it moving forward throughout the rest of the year. So really successful weekend, one of our best racing weekends, but we didn't come out with a win. But, um, you know, that's part of the deal. Maybe you're rewriting history here on the Race Central on the radio program because because that's that's a, that was a tough question. That's, again, I – I'm not surprised by your answer at all. Uh, pretty tough customers up there. Uh, Justin Ashley leading the points. Uh, Steve Torrance, we know he what he can do. Leah Pruitt, Brittany Forrest, Austin Proc, Antron Brown, your good buddy. Mike Salinas that can, you know, get it done any weekend. Josh Hart, I mean, this thing, is you put it, is loaded. Um, and here's Leah. Been struggling for two years in a whole new deal, not like Hagen over on the flopper side, but um, right there. She, uh, you know, based on her win last weekend and just hanging around, are they starting to get it together over there at the uh, Dodge Direct Connect Top Fuel Dragster? Yeah, they are. They are, and a number of other different teams are. We're at the point now in the season where we're nine races in, and you're going to start to see some teams turn the corner because they have enough data and have enough information to do that. And we're pretty close with that team over there. Uh, Neil, their crew chief, does a really great job. I have a lot of respect for Leah, Matt, and a lot of respect for Tony Stewart. So, yeah, that car is bad to the bone. That's a really good race car, and, the way the field is now, it's like, here, congratulations, you qualified in the top half. Here's Clay Milliken. Or, congratulations, you qualified in the top half. Here's Tony Schumacher or Sean Langdon. It doesn't matter where you look. There's legitimately no escaping. It feels like every round, round one to four on Sunday is a final round. It's legitimately that good. So, yeah, Leah's car um, is really, really good. She did a great job. They deserved to win last week in Norwalk. And, uh, you know, our Toyota teammate over there, Antron Brown, it's only a matter of time before he gets going, and when he does, watch out. Uh, it's going to be really dangerous and all the other cars out there. So um, really, really stiff competition. No matter where you look, it's going to be tough. Yeah, well, maybe you guys won't be so friendly in your shared hospitality area. Maybe, <laughs> maybe a little less communication, like a head nod, but not That's so right. much. How you doing, brother? Listen, once, you know, once the helmet goes on, all that goes away. When the green flag drops, the BS yeah. stops. My man, I look forward. Yeah, I look forward to seeing you here for the Mile Highs. Uh, We've already talked to Elon about doing some TV stuff with you and Tron and everybody because we're going to be doing a kind of a a, we're calling it the last call here at the the Mile High National. So not the Mopar Mile High National any longer, but the Dodge Power Broker National. I look forward to seeing you here. Uh, Say hi to your dad, your family, and uh, have a great and happy uh, Fourth of July weekend. You deserve the rest. It's been uh, you know it's been flat out and a bunch of 
bunch of good lights so far. Let's just keep doing that. We look forward to seeing you here. Uh, do it again at the Mopar. Well, not the Dodge Power Broker, Mile High Nationals. I appreciate it, Kurt. Thank you. All right, buddy. Be good. We'll see you here at the Mile Highs. Bye-bye. All right, there he goes. Justin Ashley right there, your current top fuel points leader. Uh, oh, he's a great guest. The guy's just the guy's laser-focused. You know, that's what, that's what youthful enthusiasm and, and super talent can do. Uh, not like this, you know, this old radio and TV hack hanging around, right? But uh, good stuff. I look forward to seeing uh, Antron and I become great friends. Justin, too. Uh, there's many of the drivers I can go. I mean, Brittany Force was on a couple of weeks ago. She's right there. Leah, starting to do what Leah does. I predicted uh, she'd, she'd go a uh, quick time last year here at the Mile High. She did. I predicted she'd win. She did. So we'll see what happens. It's up. Uh, it's hard to root root um, it's hard to root for one person when you have so many friends out there and we're very lucky to have uh, uh, established that. So what can I say? Uh, what I mention we're brought to you by Colpar's Hobbytown. Two locations to serve you here in the Mile High. It's uh, they're the superstore in Aurora. If Fred doesn't have it, it probably doesn't exist, but if you're looking for uh, drones or model airplanes, I mean the, the, the collection is so impressive there, Colpar's Hobbytown. Uh, go and tell Fred you heard us talking about him on the radio. He's a great friend and a great client, and we can't do what we do without our great supporters. Again, also, it's a holiday weekend. Uh, NorthstarLiquorSuperstore.com. That's NorthstarLiquorSuperstore.com. On the web, it's a short drive up I-25. If you head on in, tell them you heard us talking about them on the radio. Get all your supplies, your party supplies, for this great holiday of the 4th of July weekend. And what can I tell you? Uh, oh, my God, the first hour. Where'd it go? Sydney, did you make the clock shorter? It's Ray Central on the radio. It's the drive from 3 to 5. Watch Ray Central TV on RayCentralMedia.com. A lot of video cast there, too. And check out all we do at RayCentralMedia.com. Hour number one of the books. More good stuff coming up in hour number two. Surprise, 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 surprise.